Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. So today's episode is brought to you by by a combination of zebras and uh, maybe my pussycat and potentially the human brain. So let's start with a book that I read a few years ago by a guy called Robert Sapolsky and the book is called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. So kind of the clues in the title there, you don't actually need to read the book. The book, the book it's, an, it's an okay book but I, I love the concept actually, zebras don't get ulcers. So apparently zebra, no zebra in the history of zebras has ever got an ulcer. Okay so you think where ulcers come from, they come from stress and gastric juices bubbling up in human beings. Um, and ulcers are very serious things. So let me explain why zebras don't get ulcers, okay? So let's, first of all, let's go, let's pretend that we are in the, let's go to the Serengeti where maybe there's some zebras live there on the plains of Africa. And let's assume the zebra is munching on the grass. It's it's kind of alert for danger, but it's enjoying the juicy grass. And then from out of the long grass, the zebra sees a lion, right? A, li- a lion sort of, about to sort of start running and then it's going to give chase right so the zebra sees the lion and the zebra does what you'd think the zebra would do the adrenaline kicks in and the zebra just legs it and the zebra runs faster and further uh, uh, than it's ever run in its entire life uh, until it feels that it's outrun the lion and then the zebra will literally 60 seconds after that totally out of breath outrun the lion head down munching on the grass once more okay now Let's put you in that exact same situation. Let's assume you've gone on uh, on holiday on a safari to the Serengeti and you come out of your tent early morning and you decide, you know what, I'm going to put my pith helmet on and my boots on and I'm going to go for a stroll in the bush. So you go for a little walkies early morning, the sun's coming up, it's a beautiful day uh, in Africa and then from out of the long grass you see a lion approaching. Right, oh my gosh, and it's crouching and it's about to pounce. Now, what you would do is exactly the same that you, the zebra would do. You would, you would run and you would leg it and you would squeal and you would run as fast as you possibly could. Your, the adrenaline would kick in and 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 you would just go so fast and so far until you are absolutely exhausted. And even when you're exhausted, you would keep running and keep running and keep running. But good news, you escaped the lion. Okay. Now, the difference here is that if that happened five years ago, the zebra continues its life quite happily munching on the grass. You would come back from Africa and you would be, even though that's five years ago, you'd be having panic attacks. You'd be having lion dreams. You would be, you probably wouldn't have dared to watch Lion King ever again, the cartoon version, because you would have lion flashbacks. Because what happens, of course, in the human being is is we get post-traumatic stress disorder. We get these these visions and these things from the past that appear in the future that make us scared right now. It's essentially what PTSD is. So the bit of the human brain that we've got, the it's called the prefrontal cortex. Uh, it's the bit above your eyebrows. 
I mean, it serves two super important purposes, right? So the, the prefrontal cortex is the bit above your eyebrows. First of all, it uh, enables you to keep your hat on. <laughs> yeah, it's my... No, it's not funny. Okay, fair enough. Um, but the thing about the prefrontal cortex, it also is the bit that no other animal has got. So a zebra literally doesn't have a prefrontal cortex. It just has it's got a reptilian bit of a mammalian brain. It hasn't got all that grey matter that we've got. So a zebra can't ponder and think and plan for the future, but we can. Uniquely in the animal kingdom, we have this brain that can imagine things that aren't there. It can be creative. It can wonder what's going to happen next year. Whereas a zebra literally can't do that. Same as my cat. I said I'd, I'd talk about my cat. So Bubba. Now Bubba, she, she doesn't stress about um, about a pandemic. She's not been stressed once in the pandemic or the war on TV. She's 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 not worried. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't laze around pondering the meaning of life. I mean, she does laze around, let me make that absolutely clear. But she's not worried about, you know, the meaning of life, trying to work it all out. She's not shopping around for the, 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 the cheapest car insurance or, or worried about the cost of living crisis. She's not even fretting about what other cats think of her. Um, or, you know, if she, if she walks past a mirror, she doesn't glance in the mirror and, and go, oh my gosh, and like grimace to herself. And thinks she's having a bad whisker day. I've got this like sticky up whisker. I can't do a thing with it. None of the above has crossed my cat's tiny feline feline mind because, or basically because it can't, because she's not got the bit that keeps her hat on. All right. So essentially, my point is this: is that the human being, the we develop this sense of self, this identity, this prefrontal cortex. It. The imagination, the reflection, the goal setting, the bit that has allowed us to dominate the, the animal species is also the bit that is now killing us. And I mean, literally, it can be killing people in terms of overthinking, worrying, ruminating, panicking. Um, so I'm, I'm coming at it from the um, what we call the three principles that I will introduce in a later podcast. I'll have to do a sort of little series that will explain it to you. But essentially, it's what we call subtractive psychology. So if I said to you, who wants less on their mind, not more? Oh, yes, please. Who wants less to do? Oh, less to do and less on my mind. Who wants less worry and less stress? Well, that, folks, will be coming soon to this very podcast. But I'll leave you with my friend Paul McGee. We wrote a book called The Happiness Revolution. And this doesn't appear in the book, and this is absolutely Paul's thing, right? So I'm crediting him here. But he has this wonderful thing around resilience. And he asks his audiences, he says, uh, what you should do when something happens. He said, you ask yourself, where is this issue on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is death? Okay, and what you will basically find is a lot of the little things that we're stressed and worried and panicky about are actually a 1 or a 2. So is having is being stuck in a traffic jam the worst nightmare ever? No, it clearly isn't. Is is there not enough checkouts open at Tesco's? An absolute unmitigated disaster that you want to go and tell all your family about? No, it's not a ten. Nobody's died. It's a one. Look, it's going to sound harsh. Let's get over it. Okay. Until next time. Less worrying, more getting over it and more thinking like a zebra. Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day.
That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. Thanks again. See you next time for another amazing episode. 